Oh my gosh. I was on Pinterest recently and I was like, where the heck have I been? <laughs> like under a rock or something? It has come a long way. There is video, Pinterest TV, these beautiful idea pins. And so I got to wondering, can podcasters use this to attract new listeners and drive business? So when I found Kate All of Simple Pin Media and host of Simple Pin Podcast, I had to have her on the show. She shared so many actionable tips and insights and has inspired me to look at Pinterest in a whole new way. So let's take a listen. So, hey, welcome to the Leverage Your Podcast Show. I'm your host, Lindsay Phillips of smoothbusinesspodcasting.com. My goal is to help you leverage podcasting to skyrocket your visibility, authority, and business by sharing insider secrets from podcast industry experts, including myself, who have created a successful business through podcasting. So let's dive in. Hey guys, um, you all know that I love leveraging podcasts and obviously you have to promote it to get more authority and exposure. And I've been looking for someone for quite a while to like, how do I leverage Pinterest? Should I even dive into Pinterest? And so when I came across um, Kate for Simple Pin Media, I was like, oh yeah, baby, I'm bringing her on. <laughs> and and the fact too, uh, Kate, that you have your own podcast, Simple Pin Podcast, it's like, it couldn't be more perfect. I know. I'm happy to help bring it all together and tie it into a neat little bow. Sweet deal. And yeah, we were talking beforehand and obviously I was checking out your, your Pinterest profile and I was like, oh my God, where have I been? <laughs> like it looks totally different. And I didn't really, we'll get into some of the pieces, but I was like video Pinterest TV. I'm like, what? <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I'm like, my mind is going, I'm like, Ooh, like all the possibilities for podcasters to use Pinterest to attract more listeners to engage and convert. I was just like, sweet. So I'm like super pumped about diving into this. So my first question is like, what has happened in the past few years in Pinterest land? Yeah. Great question. So, okay. We'll go 2019. They went public 2020. We had the pandemic and they had explosive growth, like doubled both in North America and then globally. And then once everybody kind of was out of pandemic land and going back to life, they started to lose users. But in that short period of time, what they did was they pushed a lot of initiatives through. And part of that was because, okay, we've got all these users now. We want to capture a little bit what's happening in social media, which is TikTok and Reels, because Reels were introduced August of 2020. And it seems like with this rise of TikTok, you see all these other platforms kind of trying to follow in the footsteps and capture watch time. And one of the unique parts about Pinterest is that it's a search and discovery platform. It's not a social media platform, which means that people have different habits when they approach the platform, they go to look for ideas and then they leave. Well, that was not appealing to advertisers. So Pinterest has this problem, massive flood of users, people don't stick around. So you end up creating things like idea pins, which very closely match reels and TikToks, right? And then they introduce Pinterest TV, which we'll talk about in a minute, but these idea pins were their main push 
because they didn't link. So what that created was this thing where you, you walk through how to do something, walk through an idea, walk through parts, and then the people save it. And then they continue to watch, right? Like TikTok, they have these aha moments. They're very much similar with that learning how to do things. And we see people having those aha moments from TikToks and Pinterest really wanted to capture that. The problem was, is that Pinterest user base, because it's so primed to leave, whereas TikTok's user base is primed to stay and keep watching. And they were very frustrated with his idea pins. And so you saw Pinterest start to lose all the gains they had made from 2020. Hmm. So they are in this place of what we call like a reckoning of what new user, new features and the user habits, how are those going to work together now to grow and leverage the platform shopping integrations, lots of great things, but it doesn't look the same as it has, it has in the past, but that ecosystem is still the same of it's search and discovery. We put it in the bucket of Pinterest or YouTube and Google. They're kind of in that same category. And that's what I like about Pinterest because it's so easy to find what you're looking for. It's their, you know, keywords, categorization, whatever you want to call it is very, you can keep narrowing it down and like find what you need, which sometimes it's impossible. You do go down some rabbit holes, but (laughs) oh, a hundred percent rabbit holes, but yeah, that's the, you, you go with that intent of like, how, how can I find something that serves me? Whereas mm-hmm. when I go to Instagram or TikTok, I'm really getting lost in like someone else's story. Yeah. So it's a really great way to think about that as you approach it for your marketing is you're entering into somebody's searches and they're looking for features and benefits and tools. They're not looking for you or your business. They kind of, they don't care about that. They care right. about being served. And that's the number one mistake we see marketers make when they approach the platform is they say, this is how it works on Instagram. So I'm just going to take everything I have there, try to repurpose and put it on Pinterest. And it falls flat every single time. That's a huge tip to understand. Like, and you're just understanding the avatar and how people are using that platform. So your material or knowledge or tips or whatever, it has to be put on that way so that it is consumed and not right. Like you said, fall flat. So can you, I'm having a hard time picturing what you mean by idea pin. Okay. So think of, um, the best, the closest cousin is an Instagram story Okay, where it's broken up into slides, but instead of being time-based and person-based, we're taking it into three parts. So maybe it is how to become a guest on a podcast. Let's just take that as an example. Number one, here's the pitch. Number two, here's the, you know, here's the match probably first, then the pitch, then the follow-up or whatever it is that is around forever. It's evergreen. So somebody could search it and find this idea pin, or it could be something like how to create the best um, Moscow mule step one, step two, step three, step four it are all in these slides. So it's giving very bite size information, but again, it's about the project or the features or the tool or the how to right. not the same as an Instagram story when it's like, Hey everybody, it's Wednesday. It's podcast day. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. They, they don't really care about that. Yeah. It's not a commentary. No, exactly. And it can be static images and it can be short form video too, as well. So it can use both of those mediums in there. 
That's good to know. And curious as to, cause I always love to know what tools people are using. Um, like obviously for me and other people, we use Canva. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the features like within Instagram, especially stories, all those highlights and those extra things that you add are app specific. So when, cause I always automatically go into like, okay, logistically, how am I going to make this yeah. happen? So like, what kind of tools do you use? Yeah. So there's a couple, well, number one, we always say just native within Pinterest. Mm. Um, so creating in there, but we do use Canva templates. So some presets that are built to the right size, because there's some gray areas where you don't want to go outside of that with like text. Mm -hmm. Um, you can record your video and then upload it. Some people are using things like InShot, or maybe they are creating their full idea pin set inside Canva, then they're downloading it to their phone and then they're uploading it to Pinterest. Um, but the biggest thing is just using the phone and playing around with it because another feature of an idea pin is you can tag a product that you have. So if you are a product seller, you can tag it in the idea pin and you can only do that on your phone. And then you can also tag an affiliate link. And again, you can only do that on your phone too, as well. So it's mostly in app that we're really developing the idea pins with the exception of presets. I hate when they do that. Why can't stuff be on desktop? No, I know. <laughs> like as a business it's, owner, it's like, I don't want to be on my phone and it's so I little. <laughs> I know. You can create them on your desktop too if you want to, but you're yeah, yeah. super limited in features. But I know. no, I agree too. It's like, I can't see it. It drives me nuts. <laughs> totally. And then to have your team do it and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just awkward for me, but yes, it is what yeah. it is. Um, now before we kind of relate all this to podcasters, I want to touch upon, yeah, like how to use video or like I saw Pinterest TV and my mind was blown. Yes. Okay. So there's two separate things. So video on Pinterest can be uploaded at any time. We recommend less than a minute or a minute 30. And so that can be taking maybe it's taking like an idea pin concept of step one, two, three, four, and you just put it all together into a video. Videos are still clickable. So you can click on the title and you can go to the website, whereas you can't click in an idea pin. They are beta testing links on idea pins. So that you should be able to link soon. I think they had a ton of complaints from their users that it didn't go anywhere, which is the common complaint of Pinterest anyway, over the years is like, I click on this and it's a dead link. Yeah. So sometimes, they it does, sometimes it doesn't. I'm like, eh. <laughs> I know. So I think they got so much feedback and just really people upset. So those links are coming. Um, Pinterest TV. So this is really interesting because it's a highly curated TV channel platform. Okay. So think of it. Nobody like you and I can't get access to it. Only people who have been hand selected by Pinterest can do it. And it's a highly produced show. So I, in the beginning, it was very fuzzy. Like, okay, this is beta. Is anybody going to be able to do this? No, it's hand curated. So if you had like, they're looking at seasons, saying like, okay, HGTV type of thing is where they're going, what they're Ah. thinking. So it's trying to get these makers, creators, very much again, that HGTV food network, but on Pinterest. So I can watch you do something. So it's almost like a streaming hybrid too. So it's going to be interesting to see how the users respond to it 
and that's where I think we're still in that reckoning piece is Pinterest users are introverts tend you know, they're not interested in having conversations, which is the beautiful part about Pinterest because there's That's not an interesting the piece of information too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never thought of it that way. I don't want to talk to anybody like <laughs> there's comments and stuff like that, but like, I'm not interested in following no. your life. I'm interested in how do I rearrange my living room furniture? Like yeah, you yeah. talk to me about that. Just give me a plan. Right. And so they want this kind of they've always been striving for a communal element and it just has fallen flat the multiple mm. times that they've tried. So I think this is an element, this is a way to bring in like a human element to it where you see people and they're having these conversations mm. and you can chat with them during the show, but it's not this constant threads where you get caught like on Instagram or Facebook and it can, people yeah. are mean and whatever. Pinterest very much wants to remain the positive platform and so that's, that's where they're positioning Pinterest TV is to teach you how to do something, but you can interact with the maker and you can ask them questions. That's cool. And I can see how it does relate. It's like, it's it, to me, it's like very like craft DIY, um, decorating your home, whatever that may be food for sure. And then, so like that whole DIY HGTV food network, like it just kind of like, you know, mirrors it. So like to partner it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I yeah. can see how that would be cool, but yeah, interesting to know that it's very select. Um, so you're a podcaster obviously, and I'm sure your clients are podcasters as well. So like, is it worth going on Pinterest? Like to me in my head, I'm like, okay, if I'm a podcaster and I, I don't know, am in interior design or I sell things for the home or, like to me in my brain, it just lends itself to specific types of podcasts, yes. or would you say it's like full gamut? Anyone can go for it. Yeah. I would say the one factor that you have to have is an evergreen type of podcast. So something that's like, yeah. um, the daily or something that is every, you know, you're, you're doing these time-based things that doesn't so much have a place on Pinterest because of the way their algorithm works. Like you're not going to, you're not going to see something in the moment. You might see something six months later because that's when either you're searching for it, or right. maybe you have been searching for that topic and Pinterest goes, Oh, you're interested. We're going to tuck this into your feed. So if you're a podcaster, that's a daily thing. I would say it's not really worth your time, like but if news, you have time sensitive stuff, yeah. exactly. That but like sense. what you said about like home and DIY, Absolutely. Because you just never know when somebody's going to be searching for something and need your solution, which can lead to your podcast. Right. That makes sense. So like I went into Pinterest today and I searched podcasting or podcast. Cause I just was curious as to what came up and, and, and there was like a ton of assets in there of like how to launch, how to edit, how to whatever, whatever. And I thought, Oh, interesting. So I guess mm -hmm. even kind of doing that R and D and like punching in your main keywords, yes. you know what I mean? And yep. just kind of like see what's out there. Yeah. That's another tip I give people in addition to the kind of like framing up your marketing for the platform is use the app for 30 minutes, just play around with it, mess with it, do your keyword search, like just see what you like and what you don't like. Cause I always think the best marketers on a platform know the platform well, because they're a consumer first. Yeah, yeah. And so when you open up the app and you look at it, like you did, you're like, what is Pinterest TV? What are these idea pins? What, what's all these new features? 
that allows you to approach them and figure out how to frame up, how to use them. Right. And so that is an excellent thing to do for the topic of your podcast. Look at what's there, do it in short and long tail keywords, ask questions like how to start a podcast or just podcasting. Just look at what's there. And you might be surprised, even if you search your name, Somebody might be saving your content already because they find it valuable because we remember the user habit is first to find great stuff, whether it's, you know, content or products and save it to their board. That's true. So you, and there's no private, I mean, there's like secret boards on Pinterest, but all profiles are public. So I can see what everybody's pinning at any time. And so are boards still a thing? Like, yeah. And so Mm -hmm. that would be as a user of what I'm collecting, but me as a profile, like would I have boards? Yeah. Obviously I, I use it on a personal level. I haven't even thought about it on a professional level, to be honest. Yeah, no, this is, this will be great then. So then I can explain it to you and you can be like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So a business profile, it's like the top basically like gives that billboard. Here's what we are. Here's our open sign. This is what we do in a very short, succinct way. Here's the link to my website. You can claim your account too, which makes you approved by Pinterest. So they can see like your business profile owns this website. You two are connected. It's like a, a verified business account, right? So underneath there, you have boards, which we like to refer to as like silos or buckets for your content. So if you talk about like five main parts, you can put these into five boards And what Pinterest does is they take the board keywords and they see like it's named Pinterest marketing for podcasters. And then they have a board description, which gives a one to two sentence structure of like, this is what this board is about Pinterest for podcasters. And then every pin that goes in there is about Pinterest for podcasting. And then the pin descriptions in there support that with keywords as well. So then Pinterest will crawl all of the content looking for these keywords. And if someone happens to come across a pin that's located in that board, they don't necessarily have to go to the board, but let's say they find it out there or search it. Once they click on it, once they save it, that tells Pinterest that person is interested in Pinterest for podcasting. So the very first thing they do is go back to that board and they put content in front of them from there. And that's kind of how the algorithm works is that- So I can say Susie is our regular pinner. They want to design the perfect home feed. That's what they call it. When you open up your Pinterest app Mm -hmm. that matches what she's interested in, who Mm -hmm. she follows, and then ads obviously for targeting. So then that stuff starts getting funneled into the home feed because they don't want Susie to have to guess about what she wants. They want everything to be pulled towards her. And so that's how those boards are relevant because it provides the support the algorithm needs to know what buckets of content are out on the platform. That's huge. That really like my brain can process that. And I'm like, okay. And that's why like the searches, like it's so easy to like find what you need because there's the boards or the keywords, the description, the pins, like it, it all has an infrastructure that Mm -hmm. is logical. Yeah. Facebook to me. (laughs) Oh, totally. You know, people come to us all the time and they feel so confused by Pinterest But what's very fascinating is Pinterest is always run on the search of keywords and the search of images always like there's, there's never really been a quote unquote trick. I mean, there, and that's what I think people come and they apply that like, okay, what time do I have to pin? What, what do I, can I say this? Can I not say this? It's like, 
No, yeah. you just really have to make sure that your keyword structure is lined up with the keywords that are on there. There's another great tool called trends and it's trends.pinterest.com. And you can see what keywords are trending and when throughout the mm. year. And what's great is they've leveled it up by, you can search by Canada, UK, and the U S right now, which is really helpful because like we know our independence day is July 4th. Yours is July 1st. So that's going to look different if you're searching right. those different holidays, right. Or different times that people are looking for, how do I work at home or something along those lines? Yeah. Oh, so having that frame of reference helps you not get caught in the weeds of did yeah, I yeah. do it right? Trying to so. figure out something that doesn't exist. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so I've seen people post, um, like their blogs, obviously, and I've clicked on them and visited and read and, and what have you, which I find super helpful. So as a podcaster, is it viable to share your podcast episodes? Yeah. So this is a tricky one. And mostly because you have app to app integration that can get clunky. So the, and also if, so I have an iPhone And if I share an Apple podcast link and somebody with an Android clicks on it, they can't see it. Right. So they're watching things on Spotify. So if you do that, it's very important that you tell them, listen to on Apple podcasts in the image, not in the description below, because nobody's reading on Pinterest. They're only looking at the image. So if I know that, and I see it's on Apple podcasts, I might skip it, but at least it helps me not, um, helps me know that maybe you've built that awareness that like also on Spotify too, but like, this will take you to Apple. It's why we don't recommend like you pin something from Instagram to go to Instagram or to YouTube because the app to app integrations are so clunky in the way that they open up on your phone. So it's going to going to my website post where I've got like the player, the show notes, way better stuff. Okay. Yep. A hundred percent. And that's what we do too, as well, because we want people to come from Pinterest to that part of our website and Pinterest for us is our number two traffic driver behind Google. And so we want people to come into it and know exactly how to qualify themselves. And that's a little bit difficult to make the leap, especially because we found some of our people in our community, they don't like podcasts. You know, it's like you either love podcasts or you don't. Totally. Like, there's those people who are like a complete visceral reaction with podcasts, it's but so they will funny. read, right? Yeah. So we do create really great show notes for those who do want to read just to give them enough context to where they feel like they still got an answer to their question yeah. without listening. And got some value. Yes. Now, what other ways could a podcaster use um, podcasts? Like for me, I do like quote images or like just standalone posts that are tips, yep. infographics, or I also do audiograms and then also those square videos where it's just like a 60 second clip within the podcast. So right. just to help kind of frame up some of the moving pieces that, that I do anyways. Yeah. So one of the things to think about is whatever you share in whatever way is that like one, they're not watching with sound. So they're always reading captions. And number two, they're, they are in the billboard advertising mode. So think about driving by on a freeway. You only have one second to frame up exactly what it is to pull them in. Right. And so it's very big buzzwords. Quotes are great 
if you want people to just save it, but it doesn't necessarily take action. Right. So I'm not against it, but it's more, it's not want- really what they're looking for. It's not like a how to or a tip that they can implement. Right. Or like- they feel inspired by it. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh yeah, it's really cool. Save for later. And then it goes into like the bowels of a board and never gets seen again. <laughs> yep. Right. An infographic has too much information. So the same thing oh. happens. So people and they don't take action. So okay. if we follow that same thread of getting people to move off and learn more, really one of the best we've tra- done the audiograms too, but again, it doesn't always help because they don't have the sound on. So if you could have something with captions and maybe like a title at the top, that is a really like how to get more listeners to your podcast. Well, that's right. going to get me in right away. And then I might turn the sound on and then I might click over after that. Pinterest users are very cold. So we think of them as they take a long time to make a decision. Mm. They, they lurk, right? Like they're going to gather like 150 throw pillows to their board before they choose to buy one because <laughs> they're love that just, analogy. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're so like, true. I want to have all my options. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to our marketing of the podcast, we recommend you start with like three main methods, which is a standard pin image, mm-hmm. which is just an image of the podcast or whatever you want to use for us. We've used faces of guests. We've not done faces of guests, but we definitely do a punchy, catchy headline. That's mm-hmm. number one. Then number two, we take in, we put that into an idea pin maybe like three parts kind of extracted so we can like tease their interest. And then the fourth slide in the idea pin is search simple pin podcast on all players, because then I know I've given them the tool that if they're interested, they're on their phone so they can easily pick up and go, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Right. Yeah. So that's really what we're looking for is how do we just inspire action and it sometimes is hard. I, I really stress that with people who lean into Pinterest marketing is that if you're going to do organic Pinterest marketing, you need to give yourself six to eight months because it's like a snowball, right? So something I pinned in 2017 is still driving traffic to my website, nice. probably the majority of it, like five to 600 clicks a month of just a post that I did. And then wow. people are signing up for my email. So those things can happen. It just takes time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. And honestly, it's the same thing with podcasting, right? It's like, you're not going to get a thousand downloads on your first 10 episodes. It's like, it's, it has that snowball effect and you have to wait for the traction to, to kick in. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah, same bat deal. Um, now I did see your like videos that you had and it had captions, but they're like, you know how, some text is small and then it's big. It's not just the boring caption at the yeah. bottom. That's like me, like, is that within the app or how do you do that? You know, I have to look at which one I did. Cause sometimes we will repurpose things from a, like a reel from Instagram. So oh. if we find that a reel is evergreen supported, like somebody could watch it in six months and we're dealing with Pinterest here. So things can change like tomorrow, but if we feel like it can stand six yeah. months, we'll extract it and then we'll put it up that way. So sometimes they're pulling those captions over. Right, right. I recommend, and that's because I'm lazy, but I would recommend the raw video downloading, not the final product from Instagram, because then you do get their captions. Sometimes you can't always put if you have music to it, you can't put that on Pinterest too. Like it'll go silent. 
as well. But that's how I probably got those yeah, captions yeah. was me just a, being a lazy marketer. And, hey man, I totally get it. that. <laughs> yeah. I get that in so many ways. How can I reuse this? Oh, or, yeah. 1000%. There's too many things for us to do, right? It's like so many little <sighs> moving pieces, so many yes. things to create. At least in Pinterest, it's not fly by night. Like it, it's going to stay there and can still get traction six months later. Um, that to me is like, whoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there has been, I, I will say it supports also what you're doing with Google, right? Because the more you get this traffic coming to your website and the more right. that's supported, that supports Google. And for us, that's how we use the two in conjunction. And I have from day one, like that was kind of my first thing was I want to leverage SEO and I want to leverage Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And they both have the same mindsets in where they're going to look for a solution. And so how do we have the destination on our website be that solution to their problem. Yeah. And so that speaking of repurposing that, that was easy, right? Cause you're not a slave to this, like reels, TikTok stuff that changes Ugh. every two seconds. Yeah. I know that frustrates me. What are some yeah. of the big mistakes that you see people do on Pinterest? Well, I think number one is moving things from other platforms and just repurposing it, but not thinking of, you know, the person who's consuming of it, mm -hmm. consuming it based on what we talked about in the beginning, like the Pinterest user is different. Like yeah. they're not interested in your story. And that's really hard for those of us who have used TikTok or reels and even podcasting to tell a story. You have to pull it back and say, what is the benefit for the person listening to the story? What will they walk away with? Yeah. That's what you put on Pinterest. And so there's that. I think there's also not giving it enough time. People get in there and they think three to four months and they feel really frustrated. And I've been doing this for eight years now. I, I get it. It's the same thing mm -hmm. over and over. You got to keep going. It's like when people tell you you're working out and they're like, just keep going. It'll happen. Yeah. You're like, that's BS. Right. But no, it's not true. Like you, <laughs> it will actually happen. I promise. Um, and it's a really good lever in your marketing to pull. Like I think ignoring it is a big mistake hmm. because it's a whole different group of people. And it I've is. seen businesses say, I, if I look at my analytics, the people I get from Instagram are warm and they're repeat. The people I get from Pinterest are cold and they're new. And if I want to grow my business, I can't rely on the new and repeat. Oh. I have to get new. And so cold, cold leads are hard for everybody, whether you're a service Agreed. provider or a new reader. And so you have to put yourself in a place where cold feels cold. Like it's like, you know, pitching people and you and never hear anything like that's exactly what Pinterest is, yeah. but you will hit on it and you will start to grow. And last, I would say just knowing your why we talk a lot in our teaching about strategy versus tactics and strategy for us is why are you using Pinterest? That's your strategy. I'm using Pinterest to dot, dot, dot. Mm. And my tactics might change based on the things that change in the algorithm, or I'm going to change up my images, or I'm going to do these things. So not to get those confused because your strategy never changes. And a lot of people will be like, what's your strategy? Well, it's to use Pinterest to grow my email list, to educate people how to use right. Pinterest. Like that's just what we do. And they're like, I don't know why I'm using it. Well, that's your problem. You're leading with how many, my, the first question to me is always how many times a day do I pin? 
Well, that's a very subjective question. I have no idea how much content you create. I don't know what your goals are. I don't know any of that stuff. And so it's really finding, sitting down and writing your strategy statement after you spend 30 minutes on your phone, just checking it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Now I heard you mention, um, either the word statistics or analytics, so do you get that stuff at the back of uh, Pinterest to yeah. obviously you see how many followers you get, but what else can you learn? Yeah. With a business account, their analytics have gotten amazing, which is really great because we used to only rely on Google analytics for that information. And Google analytics is now horrible. And Pinterest has now come in and we can see a lot, much more than any other social platform. Actually, really? you can really drill down to clicks, saves, engagements, uh, um, close-ups, uh, tons of things are in there on different pin types, yeah. standard pins, idea pins, video pins. It's, it's really, I would say they have leveled up their analytics tremendously, which yeah. is very helpful to guide your marketing. Yeah, that's great. Cause I, cause that's what helps you kind of like move forward and pivot and figure out what's working and not working. So yeah, like some platforms are horrible and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm, you know, throwing spaghetti on the wall right. and hoping it sticks. <laughs> yeah. And it, you know, the impressions of something don't always, they don't really mm-hmm. tell you a whole lot. Like I, somebody saw it. I don't know what they did with it, you know? Yeah. Or if they're, yeah, exactly. Well, that's perfect. Um, you have answered all, all of my questions. <laughs> I secretly had you on for me and my purpose only. <laughs> well, I'm happy to help. But it's like, as podcasters, we need to know what the options are, right? Like maybe there's an untapped um, strategy where you can just get a flood of new leads, obviously over time. But yeah, this was really eye-opening. I I really appreciate you giving us all of the the nitty gritty. (laughs) Absolutely. And having patience with all my questions. (laughs) I love them. Um, so obviously I think it would be amazing for people to go to simple pin podcast, check out your podcast and obviously your Pinterest account, your videos, your idea pins, like not only are they eye catching, it's easy to absorb the information quickly Mm. and it's just like, so well done. So Mm. really good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You can pinterest.com slash simple pin media, all one word. Perfect. That's, um, yeah, I love that you are inspired by that. Cause that's really our goal is to be kind of a leader in mm-hmm. how we use Pinterest to the best so that people can go and be inspired to do that for their own brand for sure. Absolutely. And it's extremely well-branded. It's kind of like, you just look at your wall and you're like, Oh, like it, it all looks perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's not me. That's a great team of designers that have helped. I'm not, I'm challenged that way. Awesome. And remind me what your website is so that people can go there and get more tips and more resources from you. Yeah. Simplepinmedia.com. And then I am at simplepinmedia on all social channels. Yeah. So you can, we share a lot of tips on Instagram too, of just things perfect. you need to be doing bite size in the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being on. Yeah, you bet. All right. See ya. And that is a wrap for this episode of the Leverage Your Podcast Show. What is your next step? Head to leverageyourpodcastshow.com to listen to more episodes to get more insider secrets. And if you are now itching to take advantage of the power of podcasting and launch your own podcast, be sure to grab my free launch guide at launchyourpodcastguide.com. We'll see you soon.